Take a Ride podcast. I'm your host here, Starks. You can find me on my Twitter handle. It's at Starks underscore industry. You can also find me on Instagram, One Closing Hero. I'll be running the ball ISO this evening, morning, afternoon, wherever you may be in the fantasy world. This episode will be short, of course, because the games don't start until tomorrow. Uh, But we have some recent news on Slate. On top of, we will touch up on a dynasty format guy, which would be Zach Levine for towards the clutch shot. So be prepared for that in a sense. If you guys haven't checked out our site, newlifefantasy.com, make sure you do join the mailing list. Join as a member all for free. Uh, Make sure you sub-zero that subscribe button on YouTube. Uh, Hit the bell, comment below, give us a thumbs up. And also make sure you guys subscribe to this uh, podcast. Helps us out. And we have a new uh, contributor to the team, Chris. Uh, He will be... Uh, individual that's going to help uh, right with the site. So he did actually just drop an article here recently in regards to the, the Mikhail and uh, uh, Mikhail and Miles Bridges. Um, you know, are they brothers? No, not really. But it's good to see two bridges on this article. Obviously, they're, you know, starting to pick up uh, some of the stats here recently. You know, and if you have them as a GM, you're feeling good about it. So make sure you check that out. Uh, again, be on the lookout for episode 200. It's going to be an, an excellent episode. So with that being said, I'm ready to take people on for a ride. Okay, so the uh, some of the news that came out here is obviously Clint Capella is going to be out for a few more weeks. It looks and appears, uh, was it planners or plant, uh, planner fasciitis uh, hooked on phonics, guys? I will say this. This is tough uh, for Clint Capella owners. I get it. Who is going to obviously, you know, continue to pick up the, you know, the the backup, uh, the opportunity there is uh, Dwayne, Dwayne Dedman. So for those, even in the shallow format, you can pick them up, stream them as long as you can until Clint Capella comes back. Dynasty format, GMs, you're just going to enjoy this ride as long as you can. And honestly, you know, even in deep formats, you might hold on to Dwayne Dedman. I know he's been frustrated to own earlier in the season, but he's been playing a little bit better getting the opportunity, uh, especially now. So moving forward off of Clint Capella, I I will say this. It is a concern with this. I mean, you know, he got traded, and we're just still looking for something to happen. But, you know, let's move forward. Victor Oladipo looks like he's Master P now, uh, No Limit Soldier. Yeah, terrible. This is late over here in Ohio, but I'll say this. Um, His he's. His minute restriction is is lifted, so expect him to get all the minutes that he can eat and 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 do as much as he can on the court. The issue is, of course, you know it, it is a little concern that they're just going to take the training wheels off. I think I would be a little bit more cautious with this situation, but maybe he, he's comfortable and and um, the team is comfortable for what he's doing. Obviously, he's been shooting really poor. I mean, it's it's expected because he's been out of the league for, you know, pretty much more than a year, came back in January. And, uh, you know, this is where we're at. And uh, hopefully he'll be okay, you know, moving forward. But huh, that's tough. Um, I, I'm a little concerned with this. I'll be honest, I'm a little concerned. But redraft points leagues, you, you just got to ride it out and, and hold your breath underwater. Al Horford will be sticking um, in the, the second unit. That's really odd. But so they're going to continue, I believe, with Corkamont starting. But I, if for those GMs, I know there's been a lot of owners panicking on Al Horford. He's a little bit of an older player. Um, if there's going to be any positive, you know, signs from him coming off the bench, his usage rate might come up a little bit. But coming off the bench, on top of that, though, he may lose some minutes behind us. So that is a tough thing to see. 
uh, he may start fading and regressing here as time progresses on. It, it goes by, you know, as you get older in NBA years, it's it catches up with everybody. Uh, you can't beat father time, right? I mean, that's kind of just what it is. Uh, Chris Dunn is going to be out four to six weeks in Chicago. He's been what? I think he's like second leader in this in steals this year uh, behind Ben Simmons, unless something's changed here recently. But Chris Dunn, uh, he's been a surprise this year. And honestly, I always felt like he would be okay if he got opportunity on the court. He's definitely got it this year. Who's going to pick up the value? Um, obviously, it's going to be Kobe Jack Cheese, Kobe White. Um, and then also we can talk about Thomas Sadoransky. Those two guys obviously would be uh, the players to get value. You know, if you had to put them in order, be Sato getting, you know, you want to pick him up first if he's available in a very shallow format. And then as far as Kobe White, um, he's more of a, a deeper league ad. But obviously, if you're in a dynasty format, you're going to have him on your team and maybe see him get some inconsistencies, but he'll do well, you know, from time to time. All right, move forward. Thomas Bryant, he practiced here today. Um, he should be coming back for the next game. If he comes back, then just expect, you know, minutes restriction on him. So it only makes sense. But I, I would say this, you know, typically pulling players off the IL or IR, however it is now. I know in, in Yahoo is IL. If you play in ESPN and uh, fan tracks, it might be a little bit different. But I will say I wouldn't automatically just pull them out and start them. But, you know, if you if you have the luxury of just go ahead and pull him out of that position and starting him, go ahead and do it, you know. Um, and then the last piece of news for the recent news, yeah, is Jordan Bone, Mr. Bone uh, from the, the G League. He's going to get that 10-day contract. Uh, Detroit's going to look at him and, and see what happens with him. Uh, this is a player that has opportunity. I always talk about players that can potentially have opportunity and do okay. Um, I will say Mr. Bone here from the G League, you know, is giving you the 18.3 points, um, 3.5 boards, 7.1 assist, 0.6 steals, 2.6 three-pointers, shooting a pretty good percentage at 45%. Not the best. I wouldn't say that's good. It's meh. Um, but honestly, you know, I know Dwayne Casey had mentioned uh, he's looking for him to earn his minutes, but we will say that that point guard situation is not, you know, with Reggie Jackson gone, you know, you just got Derrick Rose and, you know, Luke Kennard is just like, you know, when is he going to come back? So it makes sense to actually take a flyer on Jordan Poole in, in deep formats, dynasty formats, just try. Why not? You just never know, right? Um, is this reminds me of, a Kendrick Nunn situation? Not necessarily, but it could, right? Because this is the time of season where, you know, you're, the buyouts are happening. So with the buyouts happening and players going to potential different teams, that can open up players from the G League to move, you know, move in and, and be inserted into the NBA to get some interesting things to happen. But uh, as far as Jordan Bone, Mr. Bone goes, I think... Uh, he might be okay if the opportunity presents itself. And in Detroit, Detroit, what are they playing for? It's 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 turning into a wasteland team, unfortunately. Um, but you know this, they might they might go ahead and run them out. So uh, again, just pick them up in deeper formats. You're not going to pick them up in a ten or twelve man league. You want to if you are paying attention to them, just put them on your watch list and see what happens in the future. So let's go ahead and get into uh, the dynasty outlook 
Again, like I said, it was just going to be a very short episode. The dynasty outlook of uh, Zach Levine. Now, I was kind of concerned uh, last year, and obviously it, it could be a little bit different because I was on, I was a guest on um, another person's podcast last year, and I know one of the questions was, you know, do I take Zach Levine or Jamal Murray? And Jamal Murray, I think now people would would say, you know, Jamal Murray. Well, actually, it might be a little bit different now. But I know last year I was like, you know what? I, I love Jamal Murray too, but I think I might take Zach Levine. And about a few months into the season, I'm just like kind of kicking myself. I was like, yeah, you know, that probably wasn't the best uh, choice there uh, because Jamal Murray, Murray is a, he's legit. But, you know, I, I, you know, like I said, I'll eat my crow when I'm wrong on, on certain uh, players. But I felt like Zach Levine last year was going to be a player that could be a dynasty format guy. Um, and this year he is playing better than what he did last year. This is kind of what I expected. Um, but to play this well, I didn't see this coming. Um, and I think he's been, you know, under the radar good this year. You know, in a nine-cat category league, giving you that that ADP value of 35 right now, currently this season, that's something to uh, appreciate and love. You know, he's having career highs in a lot of, you know, categorical stats this year, including the points this year, 25.3, three-pointers, um, 3.1 three-pointers this year. Um, if you would have asked me, you know, do you see him averaging over three year? I would have been like, no, nah, I don't see that happening. But um, obviously it is now. And he's taken about close to eight three-pointers a game. So 7.9. Um, it's turned into a three-point league. So it's a beautiful sight. I, I love any player that pumps up the volume um, and they can they treat him like a star. Zach Levine is one of them. You know, he's, he's jacking up. 19.6 shots a game. So he's not afraid to take the shot. Obviously, we know Chicago's situation. You have players injured like Lori Marketing, like Wendell Carter Jr. So obviously, you we know that Zach Levine is a usage hog. Ball, I wouldn't say ball hog, but a usage monster anyway. But without them two on the court, he's going to just jack up the shot even more. And it's it's shown. Um, his field goal percentage is you, you can expect it to be up, have highs and lows. Um, but I, I think around the 40, mid 40s to low 40s is going to happen from time to time with him. Uh, you know, the free throw percentage is always good with him at shooting closer to the 80 percent. Um, but he's shooting at 82 percent this year. Assists, not, you know, not the best, but I mean, just you'll appreciate it 4.1 assists now one thing of course as you guys know as i always put a premium on steals i didn't think he would uh have this steal rate and this is a very good steal rate this year at 1.4 steals um this is the highest he's ever had in his career nba career and i mean he's been playing what since 2014 um how old is he looks like he's what 25 is he 25 this year he's either 24 or 25 uh, you're feeling good uh, for the next few years in a dynasty format, and you cut coupons on him in a redraft and points league. I, I believe this year than what you did last year because um, we thought maybe he could t- take a bigger step forward last year, but he didn't. Um, but looking at this, you know these stats in particular, uh, you're feeling good about it. And then actually, uh, the last five games he's been giving you. Um, Early second round value, twenty seven points, three three uh, three 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 pointers, um, six assists, two steals. My goodness! And then last two games, two and a half steals. My goodness! 
my goodness, he's shooting an uh, an outrageous in, in the last five games, fifty four percent. That's not sustainable for him. Um, but you're liking what he's doing. You're definitely liking what he's doing. The defense is looking potential a little bit better. Um, man, if you can buy Zach Levine, I, I would I would try to buy him. Now in the dynasty format, I think honestly. I don't know if he can get better than this. I think he. this is his ceiling at the 35. If he could do that then and reach that the next three to four years, you're feeling good about it. If he could, could he potentially touch top 25? Yeah, sure. But I think this is honestly his, maybe, okay, let me take that back. He could be, I think his ceiling is a top 25 player. He could be, but I think this seems to, this, this seems to be the realistic um, position here because for me it looks like he's more of a top 40 to 45 ish player and again that's me nitpicking I'm I've been a backer of Zach Levine the last couple years and um, he's definitely doing good this year he's earned it but again we have to still be a little cautious because obviously Lori marketing and Wendell Carter Jr. is out but even when they're playing still the usage rate is there and honestly he's got one of the highest one of the higher end usage rates in the league, uh, in the NBA, 31.4, um, percent. So yeah, that, that's definitely beautiful. So that's it for this episode in particular. Again, it was just a shorter episode, as I mentioned to you guys earlier. Um, I guess the clutch shot I will take is again, just be on the lookout for episode 200. It will be a two hour episode. I guess I'll give you the heads up. Like the first hour would be still strictly for, um, you know, the recent news with content. It, it kind of goes by what's happening. Well, not wouldn't say the recent news. It's going to be a different episode. Let me take that back. Uh, it's going to be more of at least give you a heads up. It could. It's going to be like, would you buy this player? Would you sell this player? It's going to be a lot of interesting content in there. And again, of course, around the last hour, um, sometime in that you know time frame. I will share, you know, one of the biggest cheat codes that um, I know a lot of people, well, I wouldn't say I know a lot of people, but I know some people use, but it's not really mentioned a lot in the industry. Uh, it's because, you know, everybody wants that edge. It's not the Astros edge, but it, it is an edge. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. Um, God bless you guys. I, that's like I said, that's just my, um, that was my clutch shot. So again, love you guys. With that being said, have a good evening morning, afternoon, and take a ride.